Legacy Maker, the All Sports one, Network. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one, one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, truth. Then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one on one, one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth, truth. Then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to one on one at Legacy Maker Sports Network. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of One on One here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Ladies and gentlemen, it is here. The sexiest day of the year is finally here, and I am so glad, so, 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 so glad to be able to be here with you on the sexiest day of the year. For those who don't know, the sexiest day of the year is my birthday, so so glad to have everybody here with us. We got Thursday night football coming here within the next hour or so. We will see the Seattle Seahawks take on the San Francisco 49ers. Should be a very, very good contest, uh, a battle for the, the NFC West. You know, these two teams are pretty much two teams battling it out for that position, for that spot. Uh, the Cardinals and the Rams are out of it. The 49ers tonight can clinch the division with a win. Seattle with a win can hold that off just a little bit and still are they are still in the mix to win that division. So a big time Thursday night game on the sexiest night of the year, the sexiest day of the year, December 15th. Now, I'm not going to go too deep into all of the fun stuff that is the sexiest day of the year. I've already said that 15 times before we started this show. But we're going to go ahead and get into our power rankings as we head into week 15. If you don't understand, 15 is kind of a, a theme for me, my favorite number by far. But let's go ahead and get into uh, today's show. And with that, we're going to talk about last week, first of all. So let's get into last week. Last week's power rankings were um, were fun. Uh, we we seen a, a, some we're at the point in the season, I will say we're starting to get to the point where we know where everybody is. Like we understand where everybody is and, you know, and we're kind of getting a clear picture of where the power rankings lie and where they should be. Now let's go ahead and look at the bottom from last week. So the bottom from last week, this is from 32 to 21 at 32, the Texans. Then we have the bears, the Broncos, the Rams, Saints, Panthers, Colts, Jaguars. Then we have the Cardinals, the Falcons, the Packers, and the Browns. That was the bottom. As for the outside looking in last week, we had the Steelers, the Lions, the Raiders, Chargers, Patriots, Bucks, Jets, Commanders, Titans, and then we had the Seattle Seahawks at 11, knocking on the door, trying to get back into that top 10. And then the top 10. The top 10 uh, has been very competitive here the last couple of weeks. has been uh, a dogfight, but this is where we stand as of last week. Giants at 10. Caught a lot of flack for that. Nine, uh, the Ravens. The Dolphins at eight. The, the San Francisco 49ers are at seven. And then you had 
the Bengals at six, Chiefs at five, Bills at four, Cowboys at three, Vikings at two, Eagles at one. Then our players of the week last week, Jalen Hurts, who came off an amazing game against the Tennessee uh, Titans. Yeah, he had three touchdowns, 35-10 victory over Tennessee. He was our offensive player of the week. Bobby Wagner was our defensive player of the week, even in the loss to Seattle, but he had an outstanding game with an interception and two sacks with seven tackles from the future Hall of Famer. Then our MVP race was as follows. We had Mahomes at the one spot, Hurts at two, Allen at three, Joe Burrow at four, entering the top five for the first time. And then Jacobs was at number five, who, who's the NFL leading rusher right now. What a great year he's having. Our playoff pitchers stood this way. We had the Bills holding on to that one seed in the AFC after regaining it uh, last the week before last because of a loss uh, that the Chiefs had to the Bengals. They were able to get all that going. And so now the Bills are at number one. Chiefs at two, they would face the Jets as of last week. The Ravens would face the Dolphins. The Titans would face the Bengals. That would be the AFC side. On the NFC side, you were looking at the Eagles at the top seed. Then we were looking Vikings and Seahawks, uh, 49ers and Giants and Bucks and Cowboys. That was our playoff picture heading into last week. And then the record, last but not least, the record, 11, 11 and 3 and 1 uh, for last week, but a beautiful Beautiful, 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 absolutely record of 115, 78, and 2. So it's been coming along here, uh, and now we enter week 15 of the power rankings. And I, I feel really good about this week, y'all. We got a good week ahead of us. Uh, so let's see where we stand as we head into week 15 of the power rankings. Let's get this thing going. And first, we start off with the bottom. Oh, at the bottom this week, at number fit at number 32, I was at number 15, said 15 is in my mind. At number 32, the Houston Texans. The Texans had themselves in position, ladies and gentlemen, to go in there and get themselves a victory over a very hot Dallas Cowboy team, Desperados Cowboys. But they had a chance. They had the chance, and they let it go to the wayside. And they had the lead 23 to 20 with less than like like two or three minutes left in the game. They were driving. If they scored a touchdown, they win that game for sure. But uh, the Cowboys were able to stop them on fourth down. They drive 90 plus yards down the field. And then the Cowboys end up winning that game. And once again, the Texans are without a victory. Uh, and it's just it was it was just really tough. I felt really bad uh, for the Texans. But once again, that youth and that inexperience overall on that team has shown uh, I just don't know if Lovey Smith is going to be there uh, after this season. We got the Texans at 32. At 31, the Bears, they were on a bye this week, so we don't talk too much about Chicago. Uh, but we'll hope to see uh, Justin Fields continue to progress in his NFL career. At 30, the Denver Broncos. You know, the Broncos really played well this week. They fought back. They had an opportunity against a very tough, very tough, uh, you know, Kansas City team who uh, has been rolling and we were trying to bounce back from that Bengals loss from last week. And they were really trying to get that, you know, get back on the right track. And they did. But I will say this. I thought the Broncos played their probably their best game of the season, even in the loss. And, you know, Russell got hurt. It was kind of hard to see Russell go down, but it was definitely something positive, I guess you can say, for Denver. 
But uh, to me, unfortunately, it's too little too late. Uh, their offseason is going to be interesting. We got the Broncos at 30. At 29, the Cardinals. Man, they, they're just bad. Um, they lost Kyler Murray for the year. And it looks like it's an ACL injury. He's going to be out for some time. That means Colt McCoy will take the reins. But it's a really tough goal for this Cardinals team. Uh, I think this is another team that we're going to see with a lot of changes. Steve Kahn, as of uh, yesterday, stepped down. He took a leave of absence, I should say, uh, indefinite leave of absence. And he's got a lot of issues going on right now. The organization is struggling. Absolutely struggling. But the one thing that got me, that got me was – the fact that they have lost 12 out of their last 13 home games, 12 out of their last 13 home games. We're talking about a team that at one point last year was the best team in the NFL. They were, I believe, 7-0 before they ran into the Packers. Go back, go. But they were 7-0. And from that point on, they have struggled. It is a completely different organization since that time. So I don't know what's going on. Maybe they'll figure it out. Maybe they won't. But the Cardinals are at 29. At 28. The Saints, they were on a bye last week, so they're chilling at number 28. At 27, the Rams. The Rams picking up a big victory against the Raiders on Thursday night, ruining uh, my current win streak on Thursday night. So shame on you uh, <laughs> to Baker Mayfield and the Rams. So, you know, Baker came in there after being gone for, what, two days? You know, like he'd only been there, excuse me, he had only been there for two days, and Baker goes in there and does his thing. Much love to Baker. Uh, much love to the Rams. They get a dub. And once again, proving why I do not select or pick the Raiders. And I'm just to, just to let y'all know, I did not pick them this week because I just keep setting them up. So I'm going to leave them alone. I'm not going to pick them anymore. Just going to leave them be. At 21, uh, the Panthers. Uh, the Panthers have played really well the last couple of weeks. I love what I've seen from this Panthers team the last couple of weeks. And yes, even though at times you will say, well, you know, the record may be not showing, but the the NFC South is this way. Uh, you know, they're, they've won three out of their last four games. They beat the Falcons. They beat the Broncos. They beat the Seahawks. They got the Steelers this week, another winnable game. Then they got the Lions. That's going to be a, a fun, tough one that they got. Uh, then they got the Bucks and the Saints to finish out the season. So looking at that, looking at that scenario, they've got a chance to win this division still. They're, they're, there's four games left. And they're only, I think they're they're down, they're game behind, they're game behind the Bucks. They, they've got all the chances in the world to win that division. Wouldn't that be funny to see the Carolina Panthers win that division? Boy, oh boy, wouldn't that be some fun stuff? But we will see in due time. All right, so that was our bottom for this week. Uh, some teams starting to make a little leeway. Like I was talking about the Panthers. I like what I've seen from the Panthers. They're starting to push a little bit, starting to make some things look pretty good. I think if they win this week, they are going to be in the outside looking in. They're creeping up, man, trying to maybe even, who knows, maybe even get a playoff spot. But the biggest thing that I want to see from this is I want to see my guy, my man, the myth and the legend. I, I want to see uh, Steve Wilkes get an opportunity to be a head coach for a couple of years. Give the man time to build a team. Uh, I like what I've seen. They're playing better under him. So hopefully uh, Dave Tapper and the Panthers will give him that opportunity. All right, y'all. It's time to go to the outside looking in. Right, outside looking in. Look who's in the outside looking in. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars are five and eight sitting at number 20 uh, this week. 
And a lot of that has to do with the play of Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence has been absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing the last couple of weeks. Ten touchdowns, no interceptions, um, you know, a big, big, big win against the Titans, a team that's first in their division. Then another big win against a Ravens team who, guess what, first in their division. So the Jaguars have beat two teams that are first in their division in the last two weeks. Great job, Jacksonville Jaguars. Keep that thing rolling. Very, very excited. And I'm proud to announce, proud to announce that we will have our, um, we will be covering the Jaguars and Cowboys game this week. Our girl, Christina Rolo, will be down there covering the team for the network. So very excited to have our uh, our first, our second NFL team uh, that we've been able to uh, get credential for. So thank you, Jacksonville, for the opportunity. And we will, uh, we won't do you, we won't do you dirty. <laughs> we won't do you dirty. So thank you, Jacksonville. But Jacksonville uh, at number 20. At number 19, the Green Bay Packers, they were on a bye this week, uh, getting healthy, um, figuring things out, not technically out of the playoffs. So there's still hope for this Packers fan, but not holding my breath that hopefully they took this bye to fix whatever problems they had going on with the um, uh, with the team. We'll see. But I'm not going to hold my breath. We're going to take it one game at a time. At 18, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, miserable loss for Tampa Bay to the 49ers, miserable. They lose 35 to 7 to San Francisco. Uh, you know, Brock Purdy is is becoming a cult hero out there in San Francisco after a couple of weeks. Uh, and that San Francisco team looks good. They look good. I got bashed. I got bashed for uh picking against my pick Tampa Bay, you know. But San Francisco fans will tell you when I pick against San Francisco, they win games. So, you know, we'll we'll we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh <laughs> see how that goes tonight. But with that being said, San Francisco has been amazing, and their defense is absolutely dangerous. And Tampa Bay has struggled, and they continue to struggle. But somehow, some way, they are holding on tight to the top of the <laughs> the NFC South. We'll see if they'll be able to hold on there, to that lead with a charging Panthers team right behind them. We got the Bucks at eighteen, at seventeen, probably the hottest team in football, or close to the hottest team in football, the Detroit Lions. Detroit has played extremely well. They got a big, big, big home victory against the Minnesota Vikings, 34 to 23. And this, this Lions team look like they're having fun. They look like they're enjoying themselves. And that's the Dan Campbell effect. And you can see it. I mean, that, that team is playing hard because you look at the names and you say, that, I don't know any of these guys, but the heart and determination is there. And it's great to see. The Lions are at 17. Uh, see if they'll continue to move up. Uh, the power rank is here in the next couple of weeks. At 16, the Tennessee Titans, a team that was in the top 10 at one point this season. They've been in the bottom. Now they're kind of struggling here in the outside, looking in, kind of in the middle of things, trying to figure things out. Don't know exactly where, you know, uh, they're going to be here, but we're going to see. We're going to see what Tennessee can do, but they are struggling. Uh, and Jacksonville went in there and smacked them in the mouth. Their division is also not safe. Jacksonville is starting to get hot. And the Titans are starting to struggle. So watch out if Jacksonville can keep winning and the Titans you know, keep losing. Jacksonville may sneak in and take that, that playoff spot. But I may be ahead of myself. We do have the Titans at 16. At 15, the Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks had a, a really a fun game against Carolina, but Carolina was able to pull it off on 
on Sunday and just a great job. I just like we talked about how good the Panthers team has done, but the Seahawks team has had a really good year. They have been extremely competitive in pretty much every game they've been in. And so it, it was a tough loss, but they're still in the mix and they still can make the playoffs. Seattle's at 15 at 14, the New York jets, a team that is struggling and a team that is starting to slide. Uh, this Jets team at one point, I believe were seven and four, and they've lost the last couple of weeks, and they've got to figure something out because that schedule is getting tougher and tougher as the weeks go. And if they want to make the playoffs, they're going to have to find a way to, to grab a couple of wins in here. Uh, Mike White has been the starter. Uh, for the most part, we've seen Joe Flacco get some action last week because of a Mike White injury. They've, they've got to figure out the quarterback position because the rest of the team looks pretty good. They can figure that out. The Jets can be you know, something to reckon with over the next couple of years. They still can make the playoffs this year, but we'll see if quarterback play gets better. Next, at number 13, the Patriots. Patriots got a beautiful, a nice, a very comfortable win on Monday night beating the Cardinals. And, you know, it wasn't nothing pretty, but it was just classic, classic Bill Belichick football. And the Patriots are climbing. And and right now they're sitting in that playoff spot. So they're feeling pretty good right now if you're the New England Patriots. At number 12, the Chargers. Chargers coming off a big win against the Dolphins, 23-17. to 17. Um, Now, I will say this. Even though the Patriots right now are in the playoffs, um, the, I do have the Chargers being the better team, I think, overall. But the Patriots do have a little bit of, uh, of a thing going over top of them. I, and to be honest with you, I, I can't remember, so don't make, my, um, don't make too much fun of me. But I believe they did play earlier this year. Uh, and when they played earlier this year today, I'm trying to, I got to make sure if they played. No, they didn't play earlier this year. So, um, you know, when they have played each other, it's been, it's been a fun battle, but in this case, I do have the charges with the edge, even though the Patriots right now do have the edge when it comes to being in the playoffs. So Patriots at 13 Chargers at 12 at number 11, the New York giants, they are fading and they are fading fast. And yes, they're at 11. They're in the outside looking in. They're they're trying to trying to trying to make the playoffs. They they really are. They they are trying to make the playoffs. They are struggling right now. They're the seventh seed in the playoffs. But if things don't you know pick up, they're going to be on the outside looking in when it comes to the playoffs. There it is. Our outside looking in here for uh, week fifteen as we head into week fifteen of the NFL season. So that outside looking in. Um, very intriguing. A couple of teams that that could still make a leap and maybe get in the top 10, but that top 10 is starting to get solidified. So we'll we'll see. But the Giants, to me, are the team that are in the most trouble. They've got to figure something out, or they will be in danger of uh of not of not making the playoffs. Uh, you got teams like Seattle, uh, the Lions that are nipping at their heels. There's still some teams that are way on the outside looking in the Packers, um, you know, teams like that. Uh, we don't know. We really don't know. Uh, how that's going to end up playing out. But the NFC is going to be fun these next couple of weeks. You know, we got pretty much 16 games of football the next couple of weeks all the way through. Uh, This week it's kind of split up, uh, and it'll be like this kind of throughout the next couple of weeks. We've got Thursday night tonight, three games on Saturday this week, and then the rest on Sunday. Then the following week we've got Thursday night, all the games pretty much on Saturday, and then three games on Christmas Day. So, you know, football is in is 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 cranking up and we're almost at playoff time. Wow. 
I don't I don't like this, man. I don't I don't like the season going by that fast. But anywho, let's go ahead and get to the top 10. Top 10. Top 10 for the first time. They y'all a couple weeks ago, this team probably by like week six, week seven. This team was like in the bottom. We're talking about their their worst ranking at one point this year was like 31st. They were like near 31, 31. They weren't last, but they were 31. Look where they are now. The Washington Commanders. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Left hand up. Who are we? The Commanders. The Commanders right now sitting at seven, five, and one. Uh, they were on a bye this past week. Uh, they got the Giants on Sunday night. Big game. Myself and Russ Taylor will be there for the net- network. And, uh, well, Russ will be there for the network. I'll be there for Bowie TV, but I'll be there in spirit. <laughs> so, uh, but with that being said, um, it's going to be uh, a very interesting game to see. Uh, and I'm I'm intrigued to see what goes down, you know, what what happens, um, you know, if this uh, commander's team can keep winning and if they win, man, they'll be eight, five and one and they'll be in a really good spot, uh, you know, the next couple of weeks heading into the playoffs, you know, but they do have a very tough schedule. They've got the 49ers on Christmas Eve. And then after that, they have to deal with a extremely tough, um, you know, rugged Browns team and then they got the Cowboys so this game could be their last I'm not gonna say easy game but it's gonna be probably their most between this and the Browns game probably their most winnable games um you know that they can beat the Cowboys don't get me wrong but it's not gonna be easy they're good they can beat the 49ers but don't get me wrong it's not gonna be easy but with all that being said the commanders are at 10 at number nine the Dolphins struggling they were eight and three a couple of weeks ago. They've lost the last couple of weeks, and now they're eight and five. They're hanging on to a top ten spot. They're at number nine, and I wonder if two and the boys will be able to kind of get that thing together. But they got a tough one on Saturday night. They're taking on the Buffalo Bills. It's going to be cold. If they can be Buffalo in Buffalo. Then I will have renewed faith in that Dolphins team. The Dolphins are at nine. At eight, uh, the Ravens. The Ravens are nine and four. And they're still, you know, without Lamar Jackson, Huntley will start again this week. And so we're going to see if the Ravens can can hold on this year without Lamar Jackson and make the playoffs. But that'll be a fun uh, and very interesting road here in the next couple of weeks to see if they can make that happen. They've got the Browns this week. So, you know, Deshaun Watson lost his first game as a Brown starter last week and to see if they're going to be able to bounce back. We've got the Ravens at eight. At seven. We got the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers are on fire. I've seen some power rankings where they're number two, and I can completely see it. I've seen some power rankings when they're definitely inside the top five, and their their defense is just outstanding. You know, uh, I have them at seven right now, and you know, it it was it's tough to put them at seven. Um, you know, my man Snowman would tell me I am uh, disrespecting him, and I, that's okay. Uh, my man Elijah, <laughs> he would uh, he would also tell me uh, Griffin would also tell me that I am disrespecting San Francisco, but I have nothing but love for San Francisco. They have treated my Packers bad the last uh, couple of years, uh, but that I still respect the team as a whole. Uh, and you know, there's too many people that that I'm cool with that are 49ers fans. You know, Antoine Jackson, so on and so on. Um, my 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 sister-in-law, you know, she's a 49ers fan. Bobby, yeah, whatever. But this 49ers team is good, really good. And I expect them by season's end to be deep into the top five. Just we'll see how that plays out. But right now they're at number seven. At number six, the Cincinnati Bengals, nine and four. 
probably one of the hottest teams in football, playing really good football right now, and they're starting to look like the team that we saw last year heading into the playoffs. Watch out for Cincinnati. They're quietly, quietly playing really good football. I know that sounds crazy from a 9-4 and team, but no one's really talking about them, and they're playing extremely well. Watch out for Cincinnati. At number five, the Vikings. Tough loss, tough loss uh, to the Lions, and the Vikings are well on their way to winning that division. Uh, there's no way they lose that division unless they just completely fall apart. There's only four games left. The Packers can't win that division. The only team that can win that division besides the Vikings would be the Lions, but the Lions, the Vikings would have to completely fall apart, and the Lions would have to be on fire. So we'll see. But right now, the Vikings are at five. At four, we've got the Kansas City Chiefs, who are trying to climb back after being number two. They dropped a couple of slots, and right now they're at number four. But the Chiefs looked great last week against the Broncos, and they're still the Kansas City Chiefs. So we got Pat Mahomes and the crew at four. At three, at three, we got the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills are 10-3, and three, the number one seed right now in the AFC, and they are trying to get themselves back in the driver's seat. Somebody's trying to unseed this Eagles team as the number one team in the power rankings. But guess who's also close? The number two seed, the number two ranking, <clears throat> excuse me, the number two ranked team, the Dallas Desperados, a.k.a. the Dallas <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys, a.k.a. the Arlington Cowboys, a.k.a. the Arlington Desperados. I can't even get the words out. Uh, but Dallas at number two, they're playing extremely good football right now, and this team is hungry. And even though last week it was almost an embarrassing game, they were able to fight back and find a way to win teams that are good. Even when things, you know, even when it's not pretty good teams, find ugly ways to win. That's sometimes just the way it is. Not every game is going to be hunky dory and perfect, but you got to give credit to the Dallas team for a hard fall game last week. They're at number two and at number one, 12 and one cruising right along. They got the bears this week. Chance to move to 13 and one will be, the Philadelphia Eagles. They are cruising. They're killing it. Watch out for Philly as they are trying to lock in that number one seed in the NFC. But the, the Cowboys are right on their heels. So the Eagles can't slack. They can't say, oh, we're, we're good for a while. They can't do any of that stuff because Dallas is on their heels. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it. That is it for our power rankings portion of the show. Let's go ahead and hit them up with the finale and finish this thing, man. I got I got a dinner to get to. Let's roll. Wrong one. Switch it. <laughs> there we go. That's a lot better. Now we are ready for the finale. Let's talk about our players of the week from last week. So, players of the week from last week. First of all, offensive player Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is starting to come into his own. QB1, you name it. The rookie is really, really showing his, his strength and, and what he's been able to do. Uh, it was a tough go for him uh, in that rookie campaign. Just a really tough go for him. You know, having a guy like Urban Meyer be your coach's it's not fun uh, and it couldn't have been fun we've heard all the stories i won't go too deep into that but trevor lawrence is really starting to come in his own doug peterson and, and that crew have got him playing really well the last couple of weeks but in this game against tennessee a big win against a division opponent 36 to 22 over tennessee three touchdowns 30 for 42 
368 yards. Much love to Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And once again, thank you for giving us a chance to cover the team. Also, on the defensive side, Dre Greenlaw, 15 tackles and an interception over the GOAT, uh, Tom Brady, which he actually got Tom Brady to, to sign the interception ball. So um, kudos to him to even go up to Tom and say, hey, man, I love to have the autograph. And Tom did it, you know. But Tom, Tom's not hurting me. Tom's got seven Super Bowl rings. He's not crying. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure if he can make Greenlaw's day by signing that autograph, by all means. But Dre Greenlaw, that San Francisco 49er defense, dangerous. Dangerous. And they um are playing, they're playing really, really, really well right now. So 15 tackles for him, an interception, and a 35-7 victory over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now we swing over to our MVP candidates heading into week 15. The list stays the same. Jacobs at five, Burrow at four, Allen at three. One small switch. Mahomes drops to two. And number one right now is Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is trying to become the NFL MVP, and he is doing a really good job of making that happen. If they keep playing the way they're playing, it's going to be hard to not give Jalen Hurts the NFL MVP award. But as of right now, that's where we have him at right now on this power rank, and he is the number one guy heading into week 15 of the NFL season. Now, let's look at our playoff scenario. This is exactly where the playoffs stand right now. If the playoffs started today, this would be the matchups. In the AOC, the Bills would have a bye. They're the one seed. The Chiefs would take on the Patriots in the two and seven matchup. In the three and six matchup, the Ravens would take on the Dolphins. And in the four and five matchup, which has kind of been this way the last couple of weeks, you would see the Titans take on the Bengals. In the NFC, the Eagles holding on tight to the number one spot and the best record in the NFL. In the two and seven matchup, we see Vikings and Giants. Then in the 3-6 matchup, we would see Seahawks. We would see 49ers and Commanders. And in the 4-5 matchup, which has kind of been that way the last couple of weeks, would be the Bucks and the Cowboys. Could this all change in the next couple of weeks? It could. We're gonna. It's going to be very interesting over the next couple of weeks to see how this ends up, to see where it lands uh, as we get towards the end. Record last week, not pretty. Not a pretty record last week. I went 5-8 and eight last week. Uh, really rough go. Um, I thought it was going to be positive. I thought the Raiders were going to give it to a good start, and they just didn't. And from that point on, it was it was really rough. But five and eight last week, 11, three and one the week before. Overall record of 120, 86 and two. I'll take it. My goal mentally is not to get more than 100 losses this season. So if I can keep it under 100, I will be a happy guy. But I got four weeks, and that's going to be a very, very tough task. Uh, to make happen. All right, next one. Here we go. This is where I get beat up at. But uh, we got tonight's game, Seahawks and 49ers from Seattle. I got Seattle winning this one 28 to 27. I know what people are going to say <laughs> once I post this after the show. I know what people are going to say. Man, you really hate the 49ers. I don't. I was told by 49er fans to not pick them at all. Every time I pick against them, they win games. So for the 49ers fans out there, even though technically I wanted to pick you, I am going to honor your wishes. <laughs> I'm going to honor your wishes. And I'm going to pick Seattle to win 28 to 27. Now, positive for me, if Seattle wins, guess what? I look like a genius, uh, especially if this is a score. If they lose, I'm not going to say I look like a genius, but at least I fulfilled my promise to my friends. 
<laughs> we got Seattle winning Thursday night football, 28 to 27. Now, Seattle, I need you kind of to win because I'm trying to move that Thursday night record to 12 and 5. I would love to have that, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. I got Seattle winning that one tonight. And now we head to our week winners. And, you know, this is going to be uh, another uh, fun weekend of uh, football. I hope you all are ready to just kind of enjoy yourselves. I, I I get the luxury of being in another uh, Sunday night football or being at another Sunday night football affair. That's going to be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm very excited about that. So, um, you know, Giants and, and Commanders, I got to see them a couple of weeks ago in New York. Now we're going to see them uh, at home and see what they can do. So let's see how that goes down. Anywho, let's go ahead and get into the predictions. I got San Francisco losing to the Seahawks on Thursday night. I got the Vikings beating the Colts, the Browns upsetting the Ravens. Then I had the Bills beating the Dolphins. Unfortunately for the Dolphins, it's bad timing for them. It's going to be a rough matchup out there in, um, I almost said San Diego, out there in Buffalo. So that's going to be Buffalo winning that contest. We got the Eagles taking on the Bears. I got the Eagles winning. I got the Falcons over the Saints. I got the Lions over the Jets. The Panthers beating the Steelers. I have the Cowboys beating the Jaguars. But I must say this about this game. Cowboys have to be careful because Jacksonville is playing really good football right now. And Jacksonville could sneak them. And if they sneak them, all of a sudden Jacksonville is right in the mix, like truly in the mix in that division. Because uh, the Titans had themselves a tough game against um, the, the Chargers this week. So if everything falls right, Jacksonville wins, Chargers defeat the Titans, all of a sudden Jacksonville is only a game out and they have a very important game towards the end of the season. Next one, I've got the Chiefs beating the Texans. I hate to say that, but that's a no-brainer. I think even if like Patrick Mahomes didn't play in this game, they would still win that game. That's that's how confident I am in, in the Chiefs and unfortunately how non-confident I'm in the Texans right now. The Broncos, I think the Broncos will you know use a little bit of last week's mojo and get a win over the Cardinals. Uh, to win their fourth game of the season. I got the Patriots beating the Raiders. I've already told you, I, I lied once and said I wasn't going to pick them no more this year. Then I do it and they lose. So I'm not going to pick the Raiders anymore the rest of the year, no matter who they play. That is it. They have ruined my confidence in them. I got the Patriots winning this one. I got the Chargers beating the Titans in this contest. And I think the Chargers uh, will get a much needed win and put themselves in position to get that last playoff spot. Then I got the Bengals beating the Buccaneers. It's going to be a long day for the Buccaneers. The way the Bengals are playing and the way the Buccaneers are playing, they're on two opposite spectrums right now. I got Cincinnati getting the dub. I got the Commanders winning on Sunday night over the Giants. The Giants have struggled. They have struggled tremendously uh, the last couple of weeks. I mean, they were seven. I think they were seven, two and seven and two at one point, and now they're one. Uh, they in their last couple of games, they're like one, three, and one. Uh, they have reverted back big time, so maybe they'll figure it out, maybe they won't. But right now, they've, they've got a big contest on Sunday night because if they lose Sunday night and then you see a team like uh Detroit win, that you know, it gets a little bit tighter for the Giants and they've got a tough schedule. They still got the Vikings, they still have to face uh the Eagles. Um, so uh Watch out, Giants. You got you to get it together this week. It's a big week for you, but I got the Commanders at home. And last but not least, I got the Packers winning on Sunday night at home versus the Rams, Baker Mayfield and the Rams. But, I mean, who knows? I mean, the Rams played really well last week. They won, and I, they may have a chance to go in there and, and beat Green Bay. Green Bay hasn't been playing stellar this year. A 3-3 three and three 
uh, record at home is just uncalled for, unheard of in Green Bay. So we'll see. But the Packers played a lot better against Chicago, and they definitely played better the week before then. So we'll see if they can go in there and 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 get it up. So I got the Packers winning on Monday night football. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it. That is it for this episode of 101 here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network, episode 85 here in week 15 of the NFL season on the sexiest day of the year. Very excited, man. I want want once of once of all. I don't know, y'all. I, my words all tang. I'm just excited. It's it's the best day of the year. I do want to say this though. I want to thank everybody who's giving me birthday wishes and and giving me birthday love uh, here on this glorious day. And I like to thank my family, and my friends, for always having my back. You know, um, I've made some big decisions in the last week or so uh, about my life, and I've been everybody's been extremely supportive, and I don't want to disappoint them. So I'm going to do whatever it takes to not disappoint those people uh, that have always been in my corner. So. Truly thank everybody. I want to thank everybody for tuning in um, real quick, slinging through these shows. Make sure you check them out. The in and out sports debate on Mondays or Tuesdays here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Also, Commonwealth Sports Talk with our man Joe Dillard. Monster Minutes that happens every Saturday or Sunday during NASCAR season. Ram Talk with Rob Johnson. We're full, full effect right now and VCU Ram coverage. The three-putt golf show with my man Victor Herrera. Myself and Jay Quimby made our first appearance in four months yesterday, so it was good to be back with my partner in crime there for that. Uh, episode 302 will be next week. Legacy on Fire will return in January. I know y'all probably said this guy lies. He said a couple weeks ago some things have come up, but the plan is to bring it back in January. Uh, and so hopefully we'll bring Legacy on Fire back and do some new episodes, some fire episodes at that. Um, then, of course, the uh, Legacy Maker Sports News update with myself. Uh, thank you all for those who come in and tune in and watch that with me. And last but not least, check us out on all our social media platforms, Facebook and Instagram at Legacy Maker Sports Network, uh, Legacy, Legacy Maker SPN on, uh, on, on Twitter, Legacy Maker Sports on both TikTok and Instagram. And of course, you can visit our website at www.LegacyMakerSports.com. Well, ladies and gentlemen, once again, I thank you all for tuning in for another episode of One on One. We'll be back ne next week um, on the 22nd to bring you episode 86 and also to bring you uh, probably which is going to be the funnest part. Um, uh, episode one, uh, well, episode 18, but we'll bring you week 16, um, you know you know, power rankings, man. We're getting close, like 16, 17, 18, and the, the regular season is over. But I do have an announcement to make. I am going to do power rankings this year during the or during the um, playoffs. So I'm going to have a little different format for that. I'm still working that out, but just be ready for y'all. That is it. That is it. Episode 85 of one on one here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Thank you all for tuning in. I truly appreciate y'all. Y'all be safe out there. You take care of each other. Once again, just go watch some football at some point this weekend. Enjoy your family. Enjoy the holidays. I'll see you back next week for episode 86 as we head and break down week 16 of the NFL season. I'm Darrell Lawrence. Until next time. Legacy Maker, the All Sports one, Network. One, 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 one. one.
Welcome to the one-on-one. One -on -one. One -on -one. When, when it comes to ratings, man, we number one. We number one. I get the truth. Then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the